0: Welcome to Mountain Mamas Misadventures, stories of mishap and adventure from women adventurers. Every woman has a story she can share, from the zany to the inspirational. Brought to you by Mountain Mamas, a nonprofit women's adventure organization. Women
1: empowering women to adventure. My name is Emily Hackett. And I'm Deborah Moore, and we are your hosts. And we are delighted
0: to have Sheena on today for episode 21 so Sheena Boqueg was born in Utah that's where she's um but yeah so she is married and has three kids she is an author and I met Sheena way back in elementary school um and I don't know if we knew each other through all the grades but I I feel like we did um and A fun fact about Sheena is that she has published two fat positive novels with a big five publisher, which is Macmillan. And she's a contributor to a fat positive anthology that is out now through Bloomsbury.
2: Wonderful. Thank you again for having me. And I apologize for the random noise my dog's. My dog might make while we're doing this. Um, I've known Deborah now for a little while. Um, like she said, I remember going camping with you. I think it was Oakrest. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. That was really fun. So um, yes, yeah, so we've been friends. We've been camping. That's the if you go camping with someone, then you're like true friends. I feel like that's the ultimate standard
0: there. Um, yeah. And, and for clarification, for those who are not familiar with Oakcrest, that's in early teenage years when like, we are usually not our best. So I am glad to hear that you said <laughs> nice, nice things. Um, and yeah, I, I only remember good things for you as well. So uh, no, I just didn't know if I was like super whining or something. Cause
2: no, you were wonderful. I think we were 13 and that was a rough camp and you were like one of my kindest friends there. So I remember that's, that's when I feel like we really became really good friends is when there was a tough camp right yes yes this sisters is what bris-
1: in suffering it is yes absolutely
2: so yes I am an author I am um, I've written a bunch of books and it's been a long journey really to getting published um, my debut traditional published novel is Glitch Kingdom which is a goofy book really it's really fun I really love it about love a bunch it. of teenagers <laughs> stuck in a video game um, the main character, she is plus size. And what I love about Dagny is because of the fact that it's a video game, she gets to choose which body she wants to be in for this very immersive video game. And she chooses a body that looks the most like her, which means she chooses a plus size body. And that to me was the act of ultimate love and acceptance and empowerment Um My next novel, The Sisterhood of Secret Ambitions, came out June 1st, so it's just brand new. It is a um, story about a secret society of women who um, all influence the world. It's kind of a world where the men think they're in charge, but the secret society of women are actually in charge. It's all about um, a 17 year old girl named Elsie who is plus size again, um, who is really good at charming and she's been trained since she's a child to become a wife of a powerful man and she's trained to influence him and to change his mind and to get him to vote the way she wants to, things like that. It's a way that she would um, influence the world. And as she and her friends who are all training, they are given the opportunity to kind of romance this 18 year old boy who the society will one day make a president. So she's kind of competing with her friends for this. But as she's meeting him and they're trying to figure out which love story is going to net this president, she realizes that it's not enough and that what she wants is to be the one running for president, that she doesn't want to be in the shadows. She wants to shine with her own light. It's it's very feminist and very fun. The society is a lot like um, Relief Society with guns. Um, <laughs> I love it. I love no, that. They do a lot of really fun things. Like they rescue women and children in, in perilous situations and they do good things to help poor people. And I'm, there's, it's a cool society but it's not a perfect society. Um, and I just really, I'm really proud of this story um, just about saying this message to as many teens as possible that their dreams matter and are worth fighting for. And that their dreams matter as much as their husbands or their brothers um, or their fathers, that their their dreams are worth sacrificing for. Um, and it's interesting because I remember when I went to college, how much time and effort I spent justifying being in college. I remember thinking things like, well, I need to go to school and get my degree in case something happens to my husband, or in case I need to provide for my family. And um, it's occurred to me lately that men never spend any energy or time asking that question. And Mm -hmm. it's so important, education and going after your dreams is so important. And so I'm really, excited number one that I've been able to publish it's been a lot of hard work but also a lot of luck and being in the right place at the right time saying the right thing which has gotten me to this point um it's also been a lot of hard work and I as a mom I'm really proud of the message I'm sending to my children um
0: that my dreams matter enough to work for it um
2: so that's been really fun
0: No, I think that's, that's so amazing. You said so many, so many key things that, um, but I didn't want to like cut you off because I really wanted to hear your full, um, (laughs) yes, you were in the flow and I don't want to, I don't want to interrupt the flow, but, um, yeah, first off choosing the body that is the closest to hers, um, in oh, like that is, yeah, like you said, that is so beautiful and so true because in a medium where it's so easy to pretend you're someone else, Mm -hmm. And to, you know, shape yourself into something else. And in a world where it's so easy to post pictures of yourself where your face has been changed and your body's been changed and, and everything like, it's so beautiful to be like, no, like she's, she has that ability. Why would she, you know, like, like, no, she wants to look like her because that's who she is. I think that is just fundamentally so powerful like goosebump kind of Mm -hmm. that's really, really rich and deep. Um, and yeah, I have a similar, just like that love of teenagers and wanting to know their, their worth and their power. And so I love, I love the way that you are, are doing this, um, and expressing it. And it was funny when you mentioned, like you said, like how guys don't generally waste that, that space thinking like, Oh, I what do I have to do? I was listening to a woman who she herself is a multimillionaire, but she was talking to some men because she coaches women who are afraid of earning too much money or working too much. And (laughs) because then, you know, being afraid of being undesirable and this and that. And she was like, it's so interesting because she told them the reasons and they were kind of the same reasons why these men felt like they had to work mm-hmm. so hard, had to earn so much money. Like part of it was like, well, I just won't have enough you know, time with my children to do things. And, the, and they were like, oh, no, like I need to earn a lot of money so that I can take my kids to do things
1: mm-hmm. like
0: um, and it was just interesting. Like every question was just like they they saw it completely the other way. And it's not that one is right or wrong. Um, I think that much more, there's some sort of balanced kind of, I don't know, thing between both of them yeah. where it's whatever works best for you as an individual to fit. But yeah, like that you feel whole as a person, um, and resonant and everything. Um, yeah, I mean, I know when I'm not taking care of myself mentally or whatever, like my kids know it. <laughs> I mean, I definitely know, but I don't show up the way that I would like to. Um oh, yeah. I know there's times when my kids have been like, can you go play with your friends? <laughs> like, because they're like, it's kind of their way of being like, you are very cranky. You need fun. Like please go away. Like we'll take, we'll take care of ourselves. Um you know, rather than like you said, like sacrificing self um, and that every dream, every dream matters. And I think
2: that's so important, too, because everyone has a different dream. Like some women, they might their dream might be to become the president of the United States or be a CEO or make a ton of money. And some women, their dreams might be different and might be raising their children um, to be strong, active people um, or who do good in the world. And there's so much influence and power in that too. I think there's so many ways to be a woman. And I think what's most empowering is encouraging these women and encouraging women to find what makes them happy, right? And to go after their dreams, whatever they are, and to know that they matter, um, even if maybe they don't have a monetary assignment to them. Or maybe they don't become a New York Times bestseller. Um, but (laughs) Or everybody in the world reads their stories. (laughs) I find a lot of joy telling stories to um, whoever picks up my books. (laughs) And I don't know, I don't know who that would be. And I've written a lot of stories that no one will ever read. um, Because they're in my computer, and I won't share them with anybody. (laughs) But that's still, that's empowering to me. So I think whenever we talk empowering, it's important that we step away from kind of the capitalistic mindset, um, some ways that you don't necessarily have to make money at doing what you love
1: in order to be fulfilled by it. Amen. Oh my God. So (laughs) I wanted to ask, how did you get to this, this place where you're at now? Like, what is your path, your process? Oh, um, I feel like my path
2: to empowerment came through the fat positive movement, Um, honestly. I remember growing up, all of the stories I connected to were stories of people whose bodies didn't look like mine, um, people who were very thin, uh, or they got to be the heroes. And um, it affected me without me even knowing about it. I remember I spent so much time and energy placing my importance on the way I look um, as if beauty was the rent that I pay to exist in this world. Um, I would be in a room full of women and I would rank myself based on, am I smaller than this person? Am I prettier than this person? I would spend a lot of my energy and my time hating myself Um, for food choices, or hating myself for saying the wrong thing, or not being what I'm supposed to be, like all the different ways I was failing at that, and then um, one day, I read Dumplin' by Julie Murphy, Um, that, that book is scripture to me, uh, (laughs) because I, it changed me um, to my core to see a hero, a heroine, really, a main character of a story who looked like me. Um, and before that, I would dream in thin bodies. And now, literally, it changed the way I dream. I now dream in my, a body that looks like mine, unless I'm dreaming about aliens or something random. But like, <laughs> generally speaking, yeah. I dream yeah. in my own body. And- oh. About that time, I really realized that um, I could put down the self-hate and all of that energy that I was expelling constantly about ranking myself or about deciding whether or not I was worthy to be in a room and just be in that room um, and freeing up all of that mental self-hatred um, and walking away really from the diet industry and walking away from that thin ideal, it gave me energy and um, knowledge and a whole different way of looking at the world and at myself. And I had so much more energy come back from it because I wasn't expelling all this energy, hating myself and then trying to recover from the hating of myself. like. And I was able to be smarter and work harder and be more present for my family and in my stories and in my work.
1: That is amazing. so, so amazing,
0: so amazing. And I gotta say, um, in high school, um, I don't know if you would even remember, uh, but you were directing, it was one of our small little plays that we were doing in drama um, where I think it was just like the other students would watch it. And I was a character initially I was actually gonna look up what play it was so I could do this better, but eh. Um but I was like the one who was supposed to be like the boy crazy lady and, he, and the the guy was trying to like run away from me. Um and I remember I do like we... it, Phoebe. <laughs> Thank you. See, there we go. <laughs> There's my research. <laughs> Um, but no I remember when I was doing it and you gave some direction to me and you were just like okay like this girl's gonna you know like you're gonna have to kind of shift the way you, you walk and look and everything because she is kind of like obsessive and and awkward and everything and, and you were just like and I know that's gonna be hard for you because you're a very like beautiful woman um and yeah, I think Fred might have just said like beautiful lady and I remember that because I remember being like wait what <laughs> because um that was definitely not how I saw myself, honestly, mm. um, because I always just thought of myself as you know, just the awkward, <laughs> weird kind of person who couldn't really take care of her hair and um, and whatnot. And so it was just you know, it's interesting to me looking back as well, you know, especially like hearing from you because yeah, I always thought you were very lovely. I always did, and you know, it's it's interesting how we we see ourselves or each other. Um, you know and I've gone through you know definitely different different adventures different trials we all have but yeah but same thing like there are certain phrases I mean especially because I work at a gym there are certain phrases that just like really irk me and that I want to just like get up and leave if they're talking about like okay we're doing this so we can get like bikini ready or whatever and I'm like well you yeah. know and you can wear bikini no matter what a absolutely <laughs> b that's not everybody's goal <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, and see, I'm here so that I can do the things I want to outside of the gym. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm doing it. You can't judge based on how somebody looks, how well they can move around in the world, how well they're enjoying their life. Like you just can't. Um, And, you know, and, and everything like that. And just really very cognizant of how I phrase things as well. Like, cause I always want people to focus today. I had someone come to my yoga and she was like, I'm so glad the way you you talk about stuff, because I just felt like I couldn't go to yoga because I felt like that was only for like skinny people. Yeah. And, and I was just like, yeah, I was like, yeah, unfortunately that is a bias out there that is completely wrong. And again, it's about just moving your body and stretching and We all can be flexible and we all have different ways and it's always beautiful taking, yeah. you know, like all, yeah, everybody who comes to, you know, whether And like I said, it doesn't mean like, no, everybody has to go do yoga. Like the whole point being that just like you said, like movement, the way we enjoy our lives, whatever those dreams are that we give validity to them. Um, you know, and especially if it's counterculture, especially if you're doing something that you can't easily say like, Oh, see for this hour, I'm doing this and that's going to earn me this much money or whatever. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, and and this writer as well, because, you know, there's many, 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 like you said, many hours of working on books that, like you said, they're the practice or whatever that won't make it. um, But not just being like, well, it didn't make money. Therefore, it wasn't valuable. Like, no, no, it was. It definitely was. There's so much you learned um, and got you to the point where you are now. So, and yeah, like I said, I don't know of any authors who don't have tons and tons of those (laughs) <laughs> stories like you said where they will never never but and it's not that they're not valuable it's they have value that's different they're not supposed to be published but instead it's like oh i learned this from from this story or whatever it might it might be
1: um, okay um I'll, i just want to ask one quick question um just before we end but like what are your what's your advice for women out there to Especially in this idea of body positivity. Like, if you were going to think of a few things that you could just grab your young women or grab your sister um, or older women, all ages. Yes, all ages, <laughs> yes. and just, you know, this sister in life, you know, and just say, just hear this thing that I have learned. What would you be sharing with her? Um, well, the
2: message that I come again and again in all of my writing and that um, I want to share with all of the teens in my, um, everywhere I and women everywhere is that they are enough. Um, I feel like if you start your day knowing that you are enough um, and that what you're doing matters, even if it's simple, then that's the place that you can build from. Like you can build towards your dreams knowing that you don't have to prove anything. Um, and number two, I would say that hate, especially hating yourself, is a horrible motivator. Um. I used to I, like. I love exercising. I love dancing and Zumba. Like that's my favorite exercise. I love. I was. I was wondering like, if you still liked Zumba. Right? Oh, I love it. I. I just love it. But um, for a long time, I would push myself to do exercise or to diet based on hating of myself, which um, it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> right. And it, and, I don't know. I feel like you don't have to wait until you weigh a certain amount in order to be happy. Um, you don't have to wait to exercise. Like, but do what. Um, go after what you love, and if you don't love something, then don't go after it. And number three, eat cake. Guys, like <laughs> eat the cake. <laughs> you know, um, eat the food that makes you happy because honestly the world is hard
1: <laughs> no, the world sure. is
2: hard enough and I think we're all given specific bodies and so often we are fighting against our bodies like the bodies that we're given to try and make it be what is approved of the by the world but and I apologize because I'm a very religious person but I feel like God gave us these bodies um and when we reject it or we say, you know what, this isn't enough. We are literally rejecting um, a gift. Um, and no matter what your religious uh, opinion is, there, like to know that you're, that the God who created um, raccoons and dogs and elephants and sharks and manatees and all these beautiful, wonderful, magical things um, also created you. So, like, you matter the way that you are because that's you would just have your worth is intrinsic like you don't <laughs> you're beautiful the way that you are because beauty is intrinsic and worth is intrinsic and you don't have to be someone else in order to matter
1: see why I love this Robert <laughs> oh, yeah. I know we're doing like a like a huge hug we should be yeah. doing a hug <laughs> you're amazing <laughs>
0: thank you thank you so so much um mm-hmm. Do you have books that are coming out soon or will be coming out soon that you mentioned? This
1: is the shameless promotion
0: portion.
2: Yeah, of our yeah. Ooh, my
0: favorite. <laughs> 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 yes.
2: Um, so you can number one go to my website at boquegbooks.com. That's B O E K W E G books.com. And uh, <laughs> you can also follow me on Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok. It's Sheena Boqueg, um, just squished together into Wait, one Can word. you spell
1: out Sheena? So they know how to spell
2: yes, Sheena. Absolutely. So it's S H E E N A B O E K W E G. Um, and you can follow me there. Um, my books are glitch kingdom and a sisterhood of secret ambitions both out from Macmillan, so you can check them out through the Macmillan website, or it's available through everywhere, basically online, and you can go out to the Walmart, the Targets, or Barnes and Nobles, and they have them all online, and they are in a lot of Barnes and Noble stores, or they are available, so if you want to call or request them, if you, um, I am having a book launch party, which actually will probably happen after this airs, but you can still get signed books from the King's English bookstore. Um, so just find A Sisterhood of Secret Ambitions through the King's English and you can get a signed copy there.
1: Oh, oh awesome. awesome. Yay! yay! That's so cool. All <laughs> right. That is amazing. That's perfect. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Um, well, ladies, we want just to, for you, if you want to hear more fun, inspiring from women like Sheena, we're click the subscribe button and get them directly to your device every week and help us empower more women to adventure by adding a five-star review and share it with your friends and family. It makes it easier for the ladies to find the podcast. And we do have a website too, notmamas.org, M-T-M-A-M-A-S dot O-R-G. That's our shameless promotion.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that is it for today's adventure. Join us next
1: time. And as always remember, a woman's place is in the mountains.